Good evening. How are we doing? Happy Sunday. Welcome to episode 14 of the Always Better Than Yesterday interview sessions. Episode 14, amazing. Let me just send a couple of invites, get some people joining the conversation. This will probably take a minute or two, so just feel free to fast forward if you're catching up on replay. Get a couple of people joining on. Episode 14 of the Always Better Than Yesterday interview sessions. So if you've never if you've never been to one of these in they are simply all about helping you understand the habits and the mindset of successful and inspiring people. So we've got loads of people on already. Amazing. Good to see you guys. Up Bill, Zach's on, Haley, Luke, Adam, Andy's on, amazing, Sophie's on. Amazing. So thank you for joining. As I was just saying, these are all about simply trying to understand the mindset and habits of successful and inspiring people. <clears throat> I'm quite curious um, about people and what make, what motivates people and what drives people. Um, and it's been my pleasure really to share the space um, with some really, really awesome people. And this is episode 14. Episode 14. And it's coming all the way from the USA with my good friend Zachariah Thompson. So I won't say too much about him, other than that um, we connected. I, I, I was having a chat with him earlier in the week and um, thinking about how we how our paths crossed. And it's amazing what happens when you get really, really clear on your own purpose and when you get really clear on the sort of content that you like and that inspires you. Because the magical thing is it brings like-minded people into your life. And, and Zach's definitely one of those guys. Um, and um, it's my absolute pri privilege and pleasure to be sharing him with you tonight. So without further ado, I'm going to bring him on. And what I will say is... Um, it's kind of semi-structured, but if you've got some questions you want to ask the good man himself or of me, then do add them in the comments um, and we'll get involved and we'll have a good old uh, conversation. Here we go. Hello, hey, what is up? How are I'm you? I'm good. Can you guys see me? It's kind of harsh lighting. Yes. Good. Nice to see you, my friend. How are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm feeling uh, feeling great today. Uh, feeling blessed to to be a guest on here and uh, and kind of like you were talking about, share uh, with share some ideas and some concepts and, and my story with some like minded individuals and and hopefully bring some value to some other conversations and, and uh, so they can take away some things from this. So I appreciate the uh, the opportunity, man. Love it. Should we jump in? Yeah, absolutely. Amazing. So will you do me the, ple the pleasure of introducing yourself to the, to the listeners and the viewers? Yeah. So, uh, so like Ryan said, my name is Zachariah Thompson. Um, coming all the way from the United States, like you said as well. Uh, me and my wife live in Columbus, Ohio. And uh, I'm originally from Iowa. I played baseball in, in college, and that's what brought me to Ohio. I met my wife in college, and, and uh, she's the one that, that kept me here. Um, that's, that's my sole purpose for being here, uh, her and her family. So, um, but what I do is, uh, professionally is, um, I'm a, I'm a lifestyle coach. I'm a writer. I'm a speaker. I'm also a personal trainer, uh, a coach in many different ways. And that's very, uh, purposeful. Um, mm -hmm. I, I like to treat, uh, you know, I think everything is interconnected, you know, whether it's physical, mental, emotional, or spiritual, mm -hmm. everything kind of feeds in 
to everything else. And, you know, I, I never knew what I exactly wanted to do in my life. I knew that I was drawn to people. I was called to people. I wanted to mm. serve in some capacity. And as I was going into college, you know, I, I had no idea. And, and, you know, the first thing that came to my mind was like, I'm just going to be a teacher. And that's what my mom did. That's, I knew mm. that they, they served people, they served kids directly um, and, and tried to influence them and inspire them. Um, but some things happened along the way um, with my health that kind of opened my eyes to um, a new way to reach people, a new way to help people, a new way to inspire people. Um, mm. And that's where uh, Heartbeat Strength, my company, has kind of all kind of come together. And this, really the story behind Heartbeat Strength is, you know, my own heart condition that I've had to battle with uh, each and every day uh, since I was 23 years old. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, I, I remember, you know, getting on the bus from a college baseball game and my phone was kind of blowing up. I had so many text messages, so many missed calls, voicemails, everything. And uh, my mom had been admitted into the hospital. My dad had found her on the dining room floor, collapsed, no mm. pulse. And before the paramedics came, she actually miraculously came back too. Um, so thank God that that happened. And, and what that mm. did was it, it kind of um, woke her up to kind of put the puzzle pieces together, her and the, her and the medical staff and doctors, um, to kind of find out, you know, what was really going on and, and you know, if the heart condition – that she was diagnosed with was hereditary because my uncle had also mm. passed away from a, a heart condition at a young age uh, when I was in seventh grade. So we went through a ton of testing. I, uh, I kind of joke around and I tell people I was the lucky winner. You know, I, I happened to, to have that heart condition and I was the only one in my entire extended family to, to have that wow. passed down to me. And uh, I, needed my my can my own condition had progressed uh to a to a state that you know i needed a defibrillator right away i needed uh, a heart surgery right away and within the first three months of that def having that defibrillator it actually saved my life three times and wow. you know you i mean you're you're a man of purpose you know usually mm -hmm. those like those moments where you're on the edge of life or death they, they wake you up to an even greater purpose, you know, because it, it absolutely screams at you, your time is limited and it's up to you to take ownership of the time that you have left and figure out, you know, what you were put on this earth to do very, really, really specifically and uh, just go take action with that. So with that being said, you know, that my heartbeat story is continuing to to be written you know like it, mm. it's it's motivated the the creation of this this coaching company called heartbeat strength um it motivates me to to wake up and and hit the floor uh hit the ground running each and every day and uh it's motivated me to hop on this this live interview mm. with you and uh and and try to uh, express some sort of value and inspiration to everyone else out there I love it. I love it. Now, let's, um, if we can go back then, 
so you're you're living your you know you're living your life of purpose you've got your own coaching company now where you you know you love what you do and you're serving others you're doing exactly what you feel like you're here to do take me back to that point where you you've you find out that you've got the diagnosis you're um Tell me a little bit about what goes through your mind then, you know, what are you thinking, what are you feeling? Yeah, um, honestly, man, I, I felt like a victim right away, you know, mm. um, I think it takes a really strong person to, like, be positive throughout an entire situation, mm. and that, that was not me, you know, I was not, mm. I was not a strong person at, at, at that point in time, and, and mm. you know, that adversity happened to me, I, I say that adversity happened to me on purpose for my purpose, you know, like mm -hmm. I had to go through that for me to be in the situation that I'm in right now to help, to help other yeah, people. Well, so the, the, yeah, well, my first thought was, um, you know, why me? And I was questioning the, the situation that I was in. I was questioning where I was at in my life. I was, I felt lost. I felt stuck. Um, mm -hmm. I had a lot of questions and I had no idea where to, to really seek those answers. Um, and, it, mm. and it prompted me to do a lot of soul searching and, and uh, pushed me closer uh, to my, in my faith to God. And yes. uh, that really started the entire process. But initially, I just I felt like a victim. I felt like, you know, mm. what did I do to deserve this? You know, where where did I go wrong? You know, like, mm. this is unfair. Life's unfair. And uh, and to be completely honest with you, it's a good place to be. You know, I, I think that I think that there's a time in life that feeling lost serves a tremendous purpose, because if you're lost, that means that you can find something of meaning. You can find something mm. of inspiration and you can. Uh, if you take ownership of the situation and you have a great support system around you, you can turn that feeling of lost into found, you know, and then once you're found, you know, uh, my, my lead pastor and, and really good friend, he says, found people, find people. So it's that. like, it's like we're a link in a chain. And, you know, if, if we go through something uh, of, of horrible repercussion if, if we have a story to share share it and find other people and help them along the same journey that you went down and that's exactly what uh it's exactly what i'm trying to do so dude i love that what would you say have been like the three to four things that have really helped you move forward from that being that place of being lost what what's helped turn the victim mentality around and help you move forward i think uh the key thing for me was I tried to remember what type of person that I wanted to be, mm. you know, like it was that moment in time where it was like, I'm still alive. Like I'm, I'm super. Yeah. One thing is, is I was super grateful to still have time on earth. Yeah. You know, it's like, man, it's, it, it turned a really harsh reality into a blessing. And so yeah. being really, really grateful uh, for, for what I had in my life was, was the key thing was the number one thing. Absolutely. The second thing, which I started to say was I was really trying to remember what type of person that I wanted to be. And, it, and it didn't matter what circumstances I had. I still knew mm. 
that I wanted to love people. I still knew I wanted mm -hmm. to serve people. I still knew I wanted to help people along the way. And I still knew I wanted to enjoy my life and, and to search for something more. <clears throat> so mm -hmm. it didn't matter what circumstances were being thrown my way. It was, you know, who do I want to be? Who do I want to become? Mm -hmm. and, and it was constantly trying to remind myself of that. Like, who am I becoming? Mm -hmm. You know, this is who I am right now. I can't do anything to change that right now. You know, all I can do is look towards the future, knowing that each and every one of my present moments and my present mindset led me to that future. So just mm -hmm. being extremely grateful in the moment and being extremely grateful for what I had, um, knowing what type of person that I wanted to be and become. Mm -hmm. And then that third thing, um, and I was blessed to be able to find people and have people in my life that were an extreme support system for me, you know, that could, that didn't matter what had happened to me, what I had been through, they were always going to be there for me. <clears throat> and I think we just, humans are wired for relationship and connection and love. And mm -hmm. those things bring out happiness and meaning and fulfillment in our lives. And, you know, it's, like a life alone doesn't even compare to a life with family and friends and community. So I, that's the third thing. I was extremely blessed to have that in my life. I was super grateful mm. for that as well. Mm. So I love that. I love it. And um, tell me a little bit about, you know, you, you, you say that since you've had the defibrillator, it's gone off three times. Put, put me on your mind frame, put me in, you know, Describe to me what it's like when uh, when that goes off, and you know, yeah, help me understand what that feels like. Yeah, it's um, I joke around and tell people it's like lightning strikes, you know, from mm -hmm. the inside out. Um, uh, the first time that my defibrillator went off, I was just jumping rope, and yeah, it was surprising. I really didn't have uh. I really didn't have time to think about what had just happened. Mm -hmm. It had just, um, you know, it was kind of a, an eye-opening thing again, saying, mm -hmm. uh, just kind of learning that, that my life is starting to reshape a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I would say that, that once my defibrillator had kind of gone off for the first time and the second time and the third time, I was slowly starting to get into a better mindset because of mm -hmm. those three things that we just talked about because of gratitude for everything I had in my life, trying to focus on who I wanted to become and the support system around me. So the first thing that I thought was like, dang, I'm super, super thankful that this thing's in my chest and it's keeping me alive because without it, you know, I'm, I'm probably laying on the floor and, and who knows, who yeah. knows what's happening. And, you know, really the, the third time that my defibrillator went off was probably the most eye-opening piece. And, and it started uh, allowing me to view life in a different way. It was like God was slapping me in the back of the head saying, do something more meaningful, you know, like start mm -hmm. taking action with something and, and start mm -hmm. taking action with something that you feel called and inspired to do. And it might not have to be like the most perfect thing and it might not, and it might like change, but 
that third time that my defibrillator went off, it was like a slap in the back of the head saying, find your purpose, mm. like find your purpose wow. now and stop wasting time. And, mm. and throughout the years from there, you know, like my purpose has always, like I said before, has always been surrounded or, or revolved around people, but it's so yeah. fluid you know, like if I think back from 2012 till 2018, like, man, it's just changed so many times. Um, how I communicate that purpose, how I communicate this inspiration yeah. of, of trying to inspire people, how I communicate, mm -hmm. uh, trying to serve people and, and help them go through some tough times. You know, I started out as mm -hmm. a, only a strength and conditioning coach and a personal trainer. And then I started as a assistant athletic director and then I started writing and then I started doing heartbeat strength and, and kind of this idea morphed in my mind. So I think it's really important to remember. It's like, yeah, it's really important to have your purpose clearly defined at all times, but have some freedom in it as well. Like, yeah. And how you communicate it because as you change as a person and as you grow as a person, so will your purpose. And so will the vehicle that you use to, to inspire people and to help people. You use this phrase um, that I really like, actually. It's um, strong hearts and inspired lives. Tell me a little bit about that and what it means to you. Yeah, so that's, that's really... I think we're losing your connection a little bit, mate. Hello? Sorry, did we, we get cut off? There we go. I think I've got you. You there? We're good. Okay. It's a bit about connection, mate. You know, that's really what my why is. That's my defined purpose. Yeah. Hello? Are we connected? <laughs> Are we good? Where's the internet gone? Where's it going? I can hear you. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. So, uh, strong hearts and inspired lives is is really um, that I had a, a thought that kind of came and and it was exactly what my purpose was. It's it's how I define my why, and you know, to me, strong hearts isn't from sense. You know, it's not trying to strengthen uh, the heart muscle we're not trying to strengthen the, the body uh, per se but we're trying to inspire people to get through adversity in their life and to love more and to chase down more meaning mm. and to live a life that they're proud of and that they're happy to live and then also create this ripple effect mm. for them to do the same thing to others and that's where the inspired lives comes in and it's almost like that pay it forward um, kind of effect. So, yeah. so really, it's a different way to for me to say it is, you know, we're I'm trying to, you know, help people realize their purpose, help people realize how they can uh, create uh, meaningful action in their lives, uh, help inspire them to to love without end and, and love unconditionally and, and chase down meaning, mm. meaningful stuff. And then also inspire people 
uh, while they're doing that and after they're doing that as well. So, yeah, that's amazing, bro. And um, I really love the vibe. If you, uh, if these, if in the comments, we'll put in your, um, the link to your Instagram profile. I was just about to say that I love the look of it. I love the vibe. I love the content that you're putting through there. Um, and I think a, a post you put up two or three posts ago talks about vulnerability. Yeah. And, uh, and to be vulnerable. Can we dig into that a little bit? Yeah. Give me your thoughts on vulnerability. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, when I was going through all my adversity and my heart condition and the surgery and everything, you know, I'd always grown up being a, a, a little bigger, a strong athlete. You know, I grew up that way. I, that was my goal in life was to play college sports. And, and you know, to do that, I had to, to be strong and tough. And, and to me, when, when my heart condition mm. happened, when I found out that I was being diagnosed, you know, I was like, oh, I got to be tough in this situation. And, and what do tough guys do? Mm. You know, they usually, to me, in my mind, it was they hold all their emotion in, you know, and they don't let anyone know that, that they're feeling mm. any emotion at all. Like, be the man, the quote unquote mm. man. And when I was trying mm. to do that, I was just kind of leading to more self-destruction and for myself you know I was beating myself up I felt alone in that moment when I was when I was trying to be tough and I found out that I really had to redefine what toughness meant to me and you know what toughness meant wasn't holding emotion in it was the exact opposite it was it was letting all my emotion out and it was uh standing up and telling people like what situation that I was currently going through and, and what emotions I was feeling. And in spite of that, sharing my enthusiasm for overcoming what I was going through, you know, so I had to redefine what toughness meant. And it had a lot to do with being super vulnerable, like unapologetically vulnerable, and then really enthusiastic and having a positive energy about how I was going to get through to the other side yeah. to find that light and you know i had it all backwards but ever since then you know that's one of my goals is is to try to inspire people to to share their stories to share their emotions to not be scared of what other people are going to think of them because i always tell people yeah. you know if you're going through something you're pretty dang sure there's at least one other person going through that and if you share your story mm -hmm. if you share your emotions and it's almost like a weight lifted off their shoulders because they're like, I'm not yeah. alone. You know, there's someone yeah. else out there going through this that can help me that, that I, that can inspire me. So being vulnerable is something that, that I try to do on a daily basis. And that I try to hopefully inspire other people to do. Mate, I love that. What, um, what's helped you on that path of vulnerability? Um, at first I was really scared of like what other people were going to think of me. And, uh, I was scared mm -hmm. that, that, uh, people were going to judge my feelings or my emotions. But the, the first thing was like, it was vulnerability was like practicing courage to me. You know, like every time I, I just came out and stated what I was thinking or feeling. I felt like it was like a really, it was like a mental practice. It was like, I, okay, I'm growing more courageous mm. as I'm doing this. So having that mindset mm. of like, okay, my, my courage is growing. I'm growing as a person as I'm being more vulnerable. 
But then more often than not, when I was super vulnerable and I was sharing those thoughts and feelings, they were backed up by other people. You know, I was, I was getting people reaching out to me and, and texting me or saying like, man, I know, I don't know exactly what you're going through, but I can resonate with it a little bit. Or there was some people saying like, you took the words right out of my mouth. And, 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 you know, in that moment, that's like a really inspiring moment because you took a leap of faith to, to be vulnerable and kind of like shed your emotions. And also you, it was, it was a successful leap of faith. And I think vulnerability is, is always that if you choose to be vulnerable, Mm. it's a really successful leap of faith, whether you get some feedback or not, because you let something off your chest and it kind of creates freedom for, for yourself. That's amazing. What, um, what other kind of habits and, um, mindset things have you developed over the years that have really served you well? I think, uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a creature of routines. You know, I have to be in a, in a routine to, to kind of hopefully build and have the same mindset. Um, you know, everything kind of feeds into, into that, that personal growth. Um, so every morning I wake up, I, I do pretty much the same exact thing. I, I wake up, I, I drink some water, I'll meditate. Uh, my wife jokes around and says meditation saved my life. Um, so just, just mm. being able to tell me a bit more, tell me a bit more about that. Yeah. Meditation to me, it's not about, it's not about controlling my own thoughts. It's about not letting my thoughts control me. Mm. And, and wow. that's, yeah. that's really, yeah. that's really been a, a game changer for me is because, you know, I've mm. in the past, I was kind of dead set on on listening to my own negative thoughts and listening to to my own fears and my own fear of failure and and these perceptions that I grew up believing and you know as soon as I started meditation it was it was like I was free to make uh, decisions and actions based on you know hopefully just the positive thoughts And, and I was able to to use that in a positive way um so yeah that's Meditation's been huge, huge for me, and uh, I'll do some guided meditation sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the time, I do guided meditations because I'm not a pro at it. Probably never going to be. I'm going to always need that assistance, but it's a good time mm-hmm. to kind of to set some time aside for me. Um, and and mm-hmm. it's it's self care. It's self love for me. It's something that that mm-hmm. it's important enough that I have to like almost like schedule it in my day. Um, but it's worth it. Yeah. And then also just, we are, I don't think there's any like new, brand new ideas. I think we build ideas and mindsets and habits off of great people that have lived before us or that are mentors in our lives right now. Um, So reaching out and having those conversations helps me build a really strong mindset. Um, And if I can't reach out Mm. to those people, I'm trying to read everything that they post. You know, I'm trying to immerse what myself. Sort of people, what sort of people do you like connecting with? Um, I get really connected uh, with people in in my church, um, you know, pastors in my church. Mm. But then also I read a, a, a ton of books from, from what I was saying. It's like if you, 
if you can't connect with some of the mentors in your life, then just try to read everything that they put out and try to listen to every video that they put out and, and try to adopt a little bit of, a little bit of what they're doing. So, you know, when I was a kid, I was, Tony Robbins got me pumped up, you know? So I was, uh, I was kind of always listening to him a little bit throughout my high school and college days. And, and he's just got some great, great tools to, for, for self-care and self-love and, and to build a great mm-hmm. mindset. Um, I'm a huge fan of Simon Sinek, just as you are. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he's really the one that got me started down thinking about purpose and meaning um, yeah. when the Start With Why book came out. And, and then that was mm-hmm. that was kind of, um, it was like pouring gasoline on a fire there when I got connected in with, with my church. And, and one of my my greatest mentors, his name is Greg Ford. He's the lead pastor at one church. And there's another pastor there named Dustin Poole that, that they kind of pull out in me to think about how I can, you know, strengthen the actions that I'm taking from my purpose and, and, and really what God has yeah. put me on this earth to do and, and really trying to keep in the center of everything. So it's a, a huge help. Um, and then probably the number one mm-hmm. person that I look towards, his name's Bob Goff. And uh, he wrote a book called Love Does and Everybody Always. And I could read those books a hundred times over and I would pull different things out each time. And uh, he's been, his books have been a tremendous help for me trying to adopt a really strong mindset, trying to serve other people and love other people in an unconditional way, you know, without expecting anything in return. You know, can you just love them for who they are and understand Mm -hmm. their story and, and try to, um, add to their life, add value to their life, even if it's just a smile or a hug or, or opening a door um, or something way bigger than that, but just trying to add value to someone else's life. I love that. Would you have, would you have a, a favorite book? I think my favorite book has to be Love Does by Bob Goff. You know, it was, it was the timing mm-hmm. of the book. You know, maybe not the book per se, I, I could have read a, a yeah. completely different book, but I read it right after I had my heart surgery. And, and I was, as I was going through um, being, being uh, saved by my defibrillator, I was reading it then. And so I mm. took a lot of meaning from it. And uh, that has yeah. to be, that has to be the number one book. And, and, and that kind of helped me grow bigger in my faith. And I, you know, I was, mm. I was then living for, for something bigger than me. Uh, I, I kind of felt that, you know, mm. it put my life into perspective. Like I'm just a small piece in this, in this world, but I'm going to try my best to make the biggest impact that I can as that small piece. Mm. And, uh, so it just really helped. It was about sometimes the timing of the book that you read is, is more important than, than some of the content, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, like you say, it's the meaning that we give those words. Um, so, a couple of words that have real meaning for me is always better than yesterday. It's the it's the 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 label of my coaching business, and it really means something to me. But I'm just curious to know what does always better than yesterday mean to you? Uh, always better than yesterday. You know, it, it's it probably means it not probably it means trying to again, like I said, constantly think about who I'm trying to become. You know, because 
don't get it wrong. Like we are always constantly growing as human beings and we're always constantly growing into a bigger and better purpose. And, and so always better than yesterday is kind of that motivation of, of who I'm trying to become, who God has created me to become and to not take it for granted and to not underestimate my own potential is to, because mm. what I found out is that we, we regularly limit ourselves by thinking that we aren't good enough and, you know, always better than mm. yesterday kind of sets the stage of, of knowing that, you know, each day I'm working to become not just, just better because I'm already enough, you know, it's like that motivation mm. and that saying. Love it. What are some of the ways that you were always better than yesterday? I think it's with, uh, first and foremost, just relationally. You know, I try to mm-hmm. try to live in the present moment. And that's yeah. the biggest thing for me to do. Because, you know, as you're building, you know, as you're building always better than yesterday, you know, we're, we're constantly in a, an era where we're looking towards the future. We're judging ourselves by our past mm-hmm. and we're constantly looking towards the future and we miss out on a lot of moments like right now. So one of the key things that mm-hmm. I try to do is, is always try to be present and especially in conversation, especially in relationships, mm-hmm. especially in the tiny moments in my life, because usually the tiny moments mm-hmm. when I look back, they make the biggest impact. So that's really the the mm. biggest way that I'm trying to always be better today than yesterday is by just constantly trying to, what to some, pick out that present moment. What are some of the things that help, you know, there's so many distractions in the modern age. What helps you be more present? Um, first and foremost, my wife keeps me in check constantly. <laughs> and that's a <laughs> blessing. Um, she's, uh, she's a spark plug. So she's always there for me. Um, you know, honestly, like watching, we just got a puppy and weirdly enough, like that dude has, that dude's teaching me a lot on how to just like live in the present moment, make a mistake, forget about it and then keep on living. And uh, so watching him by example, but uh, constantly uh, being in the word of God for me, uh, praying, meditating, um, thinking about, you know, the, the one big thing that I can do right now in this moment that's going to make the next moment even better and it's a question that I always ask myself another question and I actually have a reminder in my phone every day is an alarm goes off and it pops up and it, and it asks me a question it says are you being busy or are you being productive and that kind of mm-hmm. kind of clicks me back into to trying to to be in the present moment to, to be as productive mm-hmm. and as mm-hmm. meaningful as possible right now um you know, because the, the, the harsh reality is that, you know, our, our past is increasing, you know, our future is dwindling and, and all we have right now is, is right now. So can we do wow. the best that, yeah. can we do the best that we can do right now? And uh, so all those tools kind of help me stay in check. I, mm-hmm. I'm not perfect. I make mistakes all the time. I look towards the future a bunch um, you know, and I think it's, yeah. it's really good to have goals and set goals and work towards those, but you can't get there unless you're focused in the present moment. Yeah. Wow. 
are you busy or are you productive? What a question that is. Guys, if you're watching or you're catching up on replay and you've got a question for, for Zach, then do just drop it in. I'm sure we'll we'll hop back in in the comments a bit later and, and, and answer um, anything that comes up. But can I just say what a privilege it's been for, for to share this space with you, my friend. Like I always find conversations with you uplifting. I love to hear your story. I love the way that you've responded throughout your life. And I just love what you stand for. I love what you represent. And and the you know the way that you wish to to serve others and just make everything around you you, you know better, and the fact that you've got really attractive um, content on your on your Instagram as well just makes it easier to consume. You know, it's really, really, really great to be part of the journey with you, my friend. And where can um, where can our viewers and listeners uh, find more about you, and where can they uh, connect with some more of your content? Yeah, absolutely. So everything I got I got lucky, y'all. Like everything is heartbeat strength. So my Instagram is at heartbeat strength all one word um my facebook is heartbeat strength you know uh backslash heartbeat strength um my website is www.heartbeatstrength.com so i'm one of the lucky ones i didn't have to change anything all, all the <laughs> handles were open all the websites were open and uh, so you guys can find me there uh, i treat my instagram almost like a mini uh blog so i, I try to be really thoughtful uh with the content that i'm putting there um, sometimes I try to throw a little humor into it as well. Um, but the blog that I try to write and, and post something every week, uh, hopefully now every week, we just kind of got done with a busy season in our lives, just got married, honeymoon, got a puppy doing that whole thing. So yeah. we're picking that back up the writing practice. Um, so you should find, find stuff there every week now, but, but, uh, that's where you can find me. And, uh, hopefully I can add some value to, to what you guys are, are doing and, uh, Ryan, I just wanted to thank you again. Like, I I feel feel honored to to be on here and uh, have this conversation. And like you said, like every time we hop on a on a call or messaging, you know, I walk away from that feeling uplifted. And uh, you know, this is exactly what you were what you were meant to be doing in life. You know, and uh, never forget that, dude. You're you're a blessing in so many people's lives, man. Thank you, my friend. Um, would you like to leave us all with one final thought? Yeah. Uh, my go-to thing is I always say I'm, I'm a recovering perfectionist, you know, <laughs> and, and right now it's like the most awful time to even try to be a perfectionist. So I've kind of developed this thought and it's uh, my imperfections make me the perfect person for my purpose in life. And uh, that's a that's a, a saying that I wake up and I say to myself every single day. So if you if you guys want to adopt that same saying, uh, my imperfections make me the perfect person for my purpose in life, and it uh it really makes you feel like you're enough and that you can do something really meaningful in the world, like we all can. I love that. I love that. My friend, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Go and have some uh, nice family time with the in-laws. Hey, absolutely. Go and enjoy the football. Yep. All right, man. Who'd you follow? Thanks, y'all. See you guys. Who'd you follow? Who's your football team? Oh, I'm a I'm a Denver Broncos guy. Broncos. Yeah, you got to watch out for them. And then the, I'm from Good. Iowa, so you got to watch the Iowa Hawkeyes. Right, 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 right. Good luck to those guys this season. My Absolutely. friend, we'll speak again soon. See you, Ryan. Much love, brother. Take care, bro.